Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my up- Upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to the proper first of the Nomad episodes. Yes. Welcome. Today. That, that's Meg, by the way. Okay. Who just stomped all over my carefully planned intro. I'm not the only person The in only here. stomper? There's a lot of humans in this house. A lot of humans in a small space. We're, we're, in, the, we're in the Eastern time zone. Yes, we are. You're going to hear... You're going to hear some noises... That aren't me, that aren't Meg. Yeah. It's our other people. We're in a Airbnb in a small place, and, but we're still uh, we're still cranking out that content. Yes, we are. As the kids say. All of that is true. The Airbnb we're in tonight is teeny tiny. It is. But hey, it's cozy. It's, it's comfy. Good. It's good. It's exactly what we needed for tonight. That's right. No complaints, other than there's a day bed that squeaks. Yeah. And I don't like the, the squeaking is it makes me question my religion if I had any. I yes. Don't know. The kind of day bed that you can the kind of squeaking you barely breathe around it. Yeah. And it squeaks. Yeah. That's not where we're sleeping on at night. No. No. I'm the way I'm I'm way too thick of a boy to be day bedding. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a week since me and the children and the dogs left. Yeah. I know. I was alone for part of that. It was very terrifying. Should we just go back in time and, and talk through all of that? Well, probably, but stop producing me. Oh, no. Sorry. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. Not, it's I'll hard for me. Produced. It's hard for me when I've been doing something for eight and a half years to yeah. uh, step aside. Well, step aside. Okay. Or step on stage? I don't know. Which is it? I don't know. You're yeah, a producer. Let's, uh, we did the unthinkable. We did the condemnable, condemnable right? Or yeah, something? Something. There's a lot of people that are like looking at us like we're crazy. Mm-hmm. Including our dogs. Mm-hmm. They, they're not appreciative. So yes, as the people listen, eight days ago, you, four kids, and a couple of dogs got in a Suburban and you began you began your portion which was what how'd that go what was your how'd your journey go okay so leg one mm-hmm. of the road trip for us was from oklahoma city to rowlett texas uh rowlett is a suburb of dallas on the east side children and i left again with the dogs it was raining mm-hmm. and it rained Every on us major life-changing move we've made yeah. seems to be accompanied by rain literally Perhaps every single one the wedding day and yeah the blessing i don't know it is the blessing it's the blessing i will i will choose to frame it that way so we made our way through the dark and the rain and and the confusion just kidding i wasn't confused i was driving the only 
stretch of highway on this road trip that I know like the back of my hand, I could drive it in my sleep. And that is I-35 south out of Oklahoma City. Yes. Um, we stopped at Bucky's. You're familiar with Bucky's? Oh, I pooped at one. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. The children. Wouldn't all... that? No. Yeah. No, it was a come and go. Yeah. That's we'll, where I We'll pooped. get there. We'll get to that. The children wanted to go to Bucky's. It's a, it's a thing. I'm, I'm going to tell you this much. Bucky's, you know, it's this Texas travel stop. It's got a, it's got a Bucky. Well, I guess there's a few, I think there's a few like in Georgia too. Yeah. B-U-C-C-E-E. Right. Bucky. They've got a beaver for it their mascot. Like Bussy or something. I don't know. It's a weird spelling. Um, we're, everyone's psyched. We're going to stop there. We pull off the highway. There's been billboards for miles. We pull off the highway. We pull in. When I tell you, no matter how big I thought it was going to be in my imagination, in my mm-hmm. mind, it was bigger. Really? It was bigger. We parked. So we grew up in Love's Country. Yes. That's the Love's... Love's Travel Stop. Travel Stop. Yes. How did it compare? No. Because you've been to plenty of Love's. Like, are you kidding? There is no comparison. I'm not kidding. I don't know how to... Okay. I'm trying to relate. Here's the best way I can explain it to you. Don't tell me to stop being a dumbass. I am a dumbass. Here's how I can explain it to you. Bucky's, Walt Disney World. Love's Travel Stop, Frontier City. Oh, but most people don't know what that is. Six Flags Over Texas would be the, the a big step up in comparison for uh, Frontier City. Frontier City is just as sad as it sounds. Yeah, yeah. Most of the rides that they have there were condemned in other amusement parks, yeah. and they bought them. So we we pull in, we park at Bucky's. Everybody unloads. We go in. We're walking up to Bucky's. When I tell you there are shopping carts, have you ever been to a travel stop with shopping carts? No, I haven't. Are well, you kidding me? I am not kidding. AJ and I looked at each other like, OMG, what? Shopping carts? Again, we were sort of prepared. Full size? Full size shopping carts. Full sized shopping okay. carts. You go in the doors. Mm-hmm. Off to your right. Food of every kind you can imagine. And Is there any music never dreamed of. playing to welcome you there in? Even, there was actually Christmas music playing because this okay. was Thanksgiving weekend. But uh, yeah, uh, there's... We like to skip ahead. There's all kinds of your, your travel stop snacks, everything you can think of. Middle of the store. They're serving fresh barbecue. They're serving oh brisket. Goodness. They're serving chopped. Well, I took the wrong route. Yeah, you did. Left side of the store, you take a left when you walk in. Well, first of all, also straight back bathrooms. Yeah, bathrooms yeah, yeah. Were, Bathrooms were pristine. Just like the casino. They want you to walk through all the oh, yeah. stuff to get to the yeah, slots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I, when I walked in the bathroom, I, I couldn't even believe how clean they were. They had somebody working in there. Just basically that was A concierge. Their, no. A toilet concierge. Maybe. It was that person's whole job just to make the rounds. It was a huge room, a, a, a rectangular room with just stalls Shitters everywhere. everywhere. And they just would go from they stall to stall. the walls. That's clean, good. clean, clean. That's smart. That's good business. On the, If you take a left, there are home goods. There is are apparel. I am home not. Home goods and apparel. Yes. At a gas station rest there's, stop. There's bath and body products. I got a dog bowl because we left without the dog bowls and the dogs needed water. I'm I got a, a dog bowl I'm about at Bucky's. I'm the dog. Uh-oh. She, hey, <gasps> get out of here. She, she tried to get on she the day to, bed. You didn't, it's not a dog day bed. <laughs> we were overwhelmed and delighted. The children... I'm surprised you left. Well... You should have just been texted me and been like, hey, we're we, going to we live, live in a Bucky's trailer now. behind Bucky's? <laughs> we live at Bucky's now. Nico would have happily stayed the rest of his life there. Oh, I can only imagine. For AJ and I, it was a little overwhelming. By the way, for the benefit of the people, these aren't stories we shared. No. Some of what we'll share today, certainly, but this is all new news to me. It was so big. It was so overwhelming. It was unlike anything I've ever experienced, and that was just the Bucky's. Later in the road trip, AJ would come to call Bucky's the devil's gas station oh my <laughs> she did not enjoy the buckies okay it was a lot also the when i, when I told you they were making brisket that was another dog another jumping dog. on the day bed another you might have heard this speaking the 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 guys who were serving at the brisket had a song that they were like scream singing about the brisket oh my gosh there was a lot of noise there was a lot of activity 
We were there late on a Sunday evening. It, granted, it was the biggest travel week of the year. Okay, Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. But I have a feeling but that... kind of. It was Sunday. It was Sunday the Sunday before that. Thanksgiving. I want to tell you... Who wants to spend that much time with their people at well, Thanksgiving? People were, were traveling. Let me tell you this. Two things that I have to give Bucky's credit for. Number one, again, the bathroom's spotless and there's plenty of stalls. Number two, okay. no matter... That, that place was packed out. We didn't even wait in line. Like they have oh, everything nice. so efficient. Nice. When we checked out, the kids all got some little toy souvenirs. Maybe the non-sponsor wholesale warehouses that yeah. we shop at should take some notes from Bucky's. Exactly, exactly. Anyway, that was that was leg one of the journey. Okay, leg two of the journey. Rowlett to Shreveport, Louisiana. Or Shwepo, as some people say. We're visiting family along the way. These are not just random stops. So from Oklahoma City to Rowlett was supposed to be a three-hour drive. We made it in five and a half hours. (laughs) So we get up the next morning. I hate that. We had a great great little Airbnb in Rowlett. We get up the next morning. We go over and visit my sister and her husband for a little while longer. We leave in the afternoon. We get in the car in Rowlett. We didn't stop once. It was like we were all in the, sh- in the same mindset, all of us, even the dogs. You dehydrated all the children? We were dehydrated. We gave everyone Dramamine so people could take naps. Nice. That's we not true, by the way. Drove... Just the dogs got the Dramamine. No, no. The children got Dramamine, too, Did except really? Nico. Nico didn't need it. He was uh, under okay. the weather with a cold. AJ didn't take any Dramamine. I was trying she... to defend you from No, no. There's, there's children's Dramamine. That's what they That's had. That's not what we bought. No, they we had, bought the horse Dramamine. No, they had. They I almost said that. They had <laughs> children's Dramamine. People napped. We watched movies. AJ and I talked straight through. Now, um, again, it was an easy, easy trip. That was a three-hour trip. We made it in three hours. Okay. Nice. We get to Shreveport. I, I haven't been in it over a decade. My brother and his wife and family live there. I haven't been there for over ten years. We get settled in our Airbnb. We go out to my brother's house. He lives out in the woods, in the piney woods of Louisiana. Oh, before we got there, though, we drove through the I main... I killed a man. No, we drove through the main strip in Shreveport. I had forgotten. It's casinos galore. It's yes. like mini Las Vegas in Shreveport. Yeah, it's probably bigger than Las Vegas, honestly. I don't think that's right. More clients, they just each have a smaller amount to lose. <laughs> they had it all decked out for Christmas already. There were lights everywhere. It's along the river. It was really pretty. Um, I, but- love, I love... Shreveport, I've been there several times. New Orleans. Yeah. Great, great places. Yes. So we go out to my brother's house. It is out in the middle of the forest. Did he serve you a hurricane? No, 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 no. He did serve me some oven pizza, which okay. I thought you would definitely respect and appreciate. Oh, yeah. You love an oven pizza. I do. Um, Especially when you... When it melts through all the racks onto the bottom of the oven oh, and yeah, yeah, burns yeah. along with the Legos that somebody left in the oven. That's, yeah. a, that's a treat. Well... Uh, we went out there. My my city slicker children have never. I realize they've never been in the woods. They were in the forest. Yeah, they were yeah. all terrified. Right? Of course. I was a yeah. little scared. Well, let's be honest. <laughs> There's some scary honest. things that happen in the woods of Louisiana. Yes. We had a wonderful visit with my brother and his family. It was really, truly a great night. We go back. We oh, I forgot to mention this part. <laughs> I got to tell this stupid story about myself. So we get to the Airbnb in Treeport. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful older home. It's like going to grandma's house. It looks like if you're if you go to your grandma's house and she hasn't changed a thing since the 1950s. Mm. That was the the vibe of this house. It has a pool in the backyard. I it's full November of, full of gators. It's November. I thought it's going to be covered. No, no, open to the elements, open to the wind, open to the world. Okay. So we go out. We're, we're walking the dogs, and AJ's like. Mom, the dogs are going to jump in the pool. And I'm like, no, 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 they might sniff it, but don't, like, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's a huge, huge fenced backyard. And our dogs are very much house dogs. Yes, 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 yes. They've never even seen anything bigger than a bathtub. No. I'm like, it's fine. They need to stretch their legs. They need to go to the bathroom. Let's, let's just unleash them. It's fine. They, we unleash them. They had not been off those leashes more than two minutes here comes Francie, run and just like, doesn't even stop, just like dives in the pool. <laughs> Immediately starts doggy paddling. We don't even have time to react to that. And here comes Stella, just jumps right in the pool. 
<laughs> AJ's furious with me and also terrified. Yeah. yeah. And the dogs are just doggy paddling. So they, and right before we did that, I said, if they, if they get in the pool, I will jump in the pool. I will get them out. Because I didn't think they were going to. Right. I'm an idiot. Well, no, you're not. I'm a, no, you're not. I'm a hopeful, optimistic idiot. You're a Pollyanna in some regards, but that doesn't yes. make you an idiot. So AJ's on the side of the pool. She fishes Stella out. <laughs> Get in on the step. So I'm up to my thighs in cold, dirty pool water. <laughs> trying to get Francie. Louisiana pool water. Louisiana pool water. Trying to get Francie. I go to get her. She turns around. She turns around and starts doggy paddling away from me. Of course. When I get in the pool, we are able to get her out. It's a whole ordeal. That was before we even left for my brother's house. It was nuts. Okay. So I was Treeport. Again, we had a great visit with my brother out in the woods. It really was great. AJ and I, AJ is a logistics master. She's, she is unfortunately for her, a deep version of her father. Yes. The night before. So we're spending the night, Airbnb, Shreveport. She's like, mom, let's get everything organized. So we don't have the craziness like we did when we left Texas. So she gets everybody's stuff, packs it, lines it up in the kitchen. I mean, she is like military sergeant. She's got it all laid out so we get up at four in the morning mm-hmm. on tuesday this is when you've you've you're yeah. gonna tell your own vision, yeah, version yeah. of the story we get up we load that suburban up we get the dogs we get the kids everybody's loaded we hit the road it's not raining in treeport but it is dark and it is foggy yeah and and the fog there's if you've never been in Louisiana or a swampy place, that fog is thick. Thick. You thick ass fog. Couldn't cut it with a samurai sword. You can't see through it. You no. You could drown trying to breathe it. It's thick. Thankfully, the kids, the boys, are sleepy enough to like. I don't. I don't know if they went back to sleep or if they were just like zoned out. AJ and I listened to a podcast episode about Bigfoot. It was great. And then you saw him. But I couldn't even concentrate because I was so terrified a deer was going to come yeah. bounding out. It's weird when you're on the interstate because you think in your mind, like, oh, I'm on the interstate. I Like, nothing's going to happen. But no, you're still in the wilderness. Mm-hmm. You're still in nature. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even concentrate on the... <laughs> podcast or anything because I was so worried. Anyway, eventually we make it through. We drive I-49. So we are cutting cat a corner across Louisiana. So from Shreveport in the northwest corner down to the very tip of the boot, we drove the whole thing. When we crossed the Mississippi River. Iconic, right? Which was in Baton Rouge. Baton Rouge. Yes. There had been an accident on the highway, and so traffic was backed up for miles, which was fine, because when we crossed that bridge over the Mississippi, we were creeping along at five miles an hour. So everyone got to really look at yeah, the river, and we kids. really talked about it for a long time. Yeah. We called you as we crossed yeah. the Mississippi. What did you tell us? Well, I, too, was crossing the Mississippi, yes. but I was crossing in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, a little distance away. Wait, was it Memphis or Nashville? I guess wherever. Uh, it was Memphis. Memphis, it was okay. Memphis. okay. I thought, so, okay. Do you want me to start my... Let me just say this. My things? Okay. We had left at like 520. We, uh, this was interesting. We left Shreveport at 525 in the morning. We pulled into the driveway at our beach house, 525 in the evening. It was a full 12 hours. Okay. We did it. We made it. We drove through the south. We drove along the coast. It was lovely. So now you tell your story. Okay. So I stayed behind because I had a few things to tie up and do that I only later realized were like pointless and I wasn't going to be very productive anyway. But what I did need to do and what that time was valuable for was you had the people. Yeah. And you had the clothes that the people would need to wear, and you had the dogs mm-hmm. and the things. But I had, in my Jeep, with the seats laid down all of that, I literally had floor-to-ceiling, side-to-side, packed with the items that we had very, very challengingly looked through and said, these are the things we must keep. Mm-hmm. 
and they did. I don't think I could have squeezed a mouse fart into the stuff, remaining space. It was stacked to the literal actual. Do you call it a ceiling in a uh, car? To the to the roof ceiling to, to the, the windows walls, to the walls. Let the sweat drip down my jeep. It was full. Yes, and it took. It wasn't an easy pack. It did. It did take me a solid. Like immediately when you guys left, I was looking at the things we had, and I was. I was a little bit beyond freaked out about how do I fit this in? What am I, how do I do this? And so I spent the next three hours like putting some things in, shuffling some things around, trying different Tetris algorithms on things. And then, and that was Sunday. And then Monday, I kind of, I kind of tried to work and do some things. And then it was just like, I got to figure this out and did ultimately after a lot of turning and moving and things and lifting things. And I'm not used to lifting things. I'm out of shape right now. I've been spending way too much time sitting in an office chair and it was, it was physically taxing too. But anyway, I got, I got everything in there except for the things that it was like, Hey, if somebody broke in to the Jeep, they're they're not going to steal our family photos. Mm-hmm. But there were a few, you know, laptops and different things that was like, yeah. I got to have this to run yeah. my business to yeah. survive to live. And so those were the last remaining things in the house that I'd already test fit and I knew that they would go in and where they would go. And so I go to bed Monday night. I wake up and I went to bed early. I, I didn't cheat myself on sleep because I knew there was a big drive. But I woke up at one thirty. Oh, dang. On Tuesday morning. Okay. And I did what I do. I brewed a cup of coffee. I sat in the rocking chair. I drank my coffee. I skimmed stupid news headlines and things. And then here's where I broke order. Normally I'd go shower at that point and do things, whatever. But I was like, no, this is going to get sweaty. Oh, okay. So I finished packing everything except for, again, the most critical laptop. And things like that that I need for my business. Then I went in, I showered, and then I took an extra bag and I like went through the house like, hey, what about that? Because we left the house full oh, yeah. of stuff. We're paying somebody just to cart it off. But I wanted to go through one more time and look and say, I, I don't know what this cord goes to, but we might need that cord for something. Or we left a Roku in here. Or here's a, this is a file folder that says... Medical records. Do we need that? And Mm -hmm. I I grabbed up things like that in the final bag. In the final, because the the Jeep was packed, the final bag and backpack with laptops and things like that, that was in the front seat. I was was the smallest cargo in the Jeep by far. Right, 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 right. My goal had been to leave by three. I was super pissed at myself. Oh, no. That it was 3.15. Oh, my. When I pulled out. Yes. And according to Google Maps, I had a 15-hour drive. Oh, my Lord. Now... Now, I didn't want you to do this. I know. I know. But you did it. I know. I knew what I needed to do. Yes. We all know what we need to do. And we have to do whatever it is we've decided that is. We yeah, that's true. It. There's no resolution otherwise. That's true. It was honestly... It's a delightful time to drive. Yeah. Because there's just not that many people on For the road. For sure, Yeah. I was fascinated. Here, here, here is the uh, the outlay of my fascinations. Okay, as the trip progressed. So, as a whole, Oklahoma is not a pretty state. Mm-hmm. There are portions of it. Mm-hmm. As you get into eastern Oklahoma, you get you get southeastern Oklahoma is not so different than. Mm-hmm. East Texas, you start to get some piney woods, mm-hmm. you start to get some things, but that wasn't the route or the route, however it is that you choose to pronounce that, that right. my map took me. Now, I can't see. I'm blind as a bat. I'm borderline blind. Um, I've got one eye that sees decent up close right now, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. And so I was completely reliant on, on the voice directions of Google Maps through my, my vehicle. I, most of the time, I didn't know what state I was in or where I was. I just knew I was on the right road, and I just followed the map. Yes. The map, the vocal map. 
turn here. Do this. Don't do that. You should get gas. <laughs> I wish it would have told I wish, me that anyway yes. to go. Um, I'm only mildly exaggerating. That, that part was pretty stressful. So nighttime driving with not many people on the road, that's, that's pretty chill and peaceful. I'd made it to, well, okay, as I'm getting ready to get in the vehicle, I, I think here's the thing probably we've glossed over a bit. I felt like I was going to throw up. Oh. Nerves? I, I wasn't sick. I felt like I was going to throw up. And, and so for the first two hours, three hours of driving, I was like very conscious of, like, I want to be sure to drive in the right-hand lane, so if I need to pull over and vomit... I can oh and I don't throw up in my own vehicle. I was I was pretty keyed up. Okay. It's pretty tense. It's a it's a big thing to just Yeah. Pack up all your people and keep only the things that Yes are you most can't dear replace and precious. And, yes. And just leave. Yeah. Yeah. That's a that's a hell of a thing to do. That's I encourage everybody to do thing. it. If you can, if it fits your life. Yeah. It's a hell of a thing to do, though. Don't think it's going to be Everyone right. starts packing their stuff. Yeah, don't, don't okay. just be like you're going to... Yeah. That's the carefree whistling yes. uh, that we all know. Yes. Yeah, that, that's not going to be part of it. It was, it was a lot more stressful than I thought it was going to be, and I didn't realize how, how bound up I'd been for many days in advance leading towards it. So that first part was rough. I even stopped and at a gas station and got a terrible sandwich and things just to try to get something to mm. soak up the acid in my gut right over the stress yeah. um i did figure out that lola my jeep runs out of gas faster than my bladder fills up okay so there were there were more stops than i needed except for stopping at the come and go in arkansas where i had to poop and i man i didn't That's want a to gas station poop i hate hate public pooping in any format yeah. way shape or form but i know it's necessary and that's why they got that's why they, that's got, why they poopers. got the poopers everywhere i hated it but it you got you terrible. saw a real life but come i and go. literally when i saw the come and go and i knew i knew the you knew what you had to I do i knew the poop was gonna happen i was like you know what if i'm gonna have to poop i'm doing it to come and go and so <laughs> i did i did it wasn't a nice one and while i was in there uh, somebody came in and first they tried the door and then they grabbed, somehow it must've been a big man. He grabbed both the top and the bottom of the stall door trying Lordy, to open it while I was in there. Are you serious? It was pretty aggressive. Were you like, bro? No, I didn't say anything. As I thought about it, <laughs> as I thought about the best approach, I was like, you know what? Rather than warn him off, I want to wait. And if he gets the door open, I'm going to be like, finally, I was hoping you'd get here. <laughs> Just to try to throw him off because I was in a vulnerable position. Of course, pants around ankles and mm-hmm. but on a infested toilet seat. It was a clean. It was a clean gas station, but it's still. I hate the concept of, of public toilet pooping. I don't like that at all. But I did it unsatisfactorily, yeah. and then I used their sandpaper toilet paper. I'm I'm still not whole from that. Still healing. I'm still healing. I probably need some counseling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was so early. That was so early into the whole thing. That uh-huh. was hours before you texted that you were crossing the Mississippi. And I was like, wait, what? Where are you? Because I was literally yeah. crossing from Arkansas into Tennessee okay. at that point and entering into Memphis. And was like, did I drive so fast? Because believe me, and I'll deny this to every law enforcement mm-hmm. officer ever. I did drive fast. Good. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I did drive fast. I don't like to drive fast. I love to drive fast. You can't not drive fast. But I can't hardly make... To me, driving five miles an hour over the speed limit's a little racy. Yeah. But I, I, I did some things. Um, it was really interesting. Like, again, the first discovery was realizing how ugly Oklahoma is. When I got proper into Arkansas and the trees were like three times the height and I was like, holy smokes, have I just been living in the land of midget trees? And the answer is yes. Well, we were on the prairie. What can you say? It's the prairie. It's it's grassland. Something. It's not known for its well, aesthetics. It's, it's known as the giveaway state, but we've discussed that before. <laughs> yeah. If you can run fast enough, you can have free land here. Yeah. That was the yeah, yeah, yeah. value. Yeah. Arkansas. It's beautiful. I, I thought, man, this is really beautiful. 
Yeah. And then I get into Tennessee. Now, Memphis, and, and no offense for anybody that lives there, I think Memphis sucks. I've been to Memphis before. Mm-hmm. And I think Memphis proper sucks. Mm-hmm. But you get outside of city and it, it's just like, oh, this is different. And then when I hit Alabama, mm-hmm. and the further south I got, mm-hmm. the more amazing it was. The, but the driving styles, and this is, I keep jumping all over the place. The driving styles and the changes were fascinating to me. Yeah. In Arkansas, pretty much you were going to be stretched to find somebody that went 10 miles an hour over. The old trope of troopers don't care as long as you don't go more than 10 over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were hard pressed to find somebody going 10 over. In fact, most of the time what you saw was a semi-truck that was driving 10 under. Okay. And another one that got fatigued with that, that was driving nine under. That would pass them. That was going to pass them. And this and is it on the interstate 10 miles still. on the interstate for them to okay. pass them. And you're just behind them the whole time like, bruh, I got 14, 13, 12 hours more to go. Could, could you just step on? It's the long skinny pedal on the right. Could you step on it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, and you're and you're so like, that's Arkansas, yeah, and you're listening to a podcast along the way. Yeah, I'm doing anything I can to busy. Okay, my, my mind. Okay, you're not having to listen to oh, let's say Shrek play on the DVD that's player. True. That was a benefit of mine and yeah. a curse of yours. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's why you did it in three and I did it in one because if you'd tried to pull the long haul in one, you'd have. I couldn't have done it. It would have been an anti-religious experience. That 12-hour day, the last day, I I was... It should have been nine. Wiped. But it was 12, right? I was wiped out by the end of the day. I think it was supposed to be 10, and we made it in 12, so okay. that was good, good, good. So as I neared the eastern edge of Arkansas to enter into Tennessee, things began to speed up. Oh. And then it was like, there was this sudden shift where everyone drove 10 over. Oh, okay. speed limit. No more. That's my speed. No more than that. Mm-hmm. But everyone drove 10 over and there was a convoy in the left-hand lane of 10 over people. And the right lane was like one car every two miles and they were driving whatever they were driving mm-hmm. speed limit wise, but they knew to get the hell out mm-hmm. of the left lane. That was actually very pleasant, mm-hmm. very enjoyable. This carried over into, honestly, most of Alabama. Okay. As I moved southward through it. Yes. But something very interesting began to occur in the the north central portion of Birmingham. Okay. Now we're we're this portion of the interstate is still city proper. Okay. You are absolutely still functioning as a route for city traffic. Okay. Okay. Which I hate when People plan their city around an interstate. Austin and, has done it too. Yeah, it, happens. it gets problematic. Mm-hmm. But, but it was wild. So I was all the way in the left lane because I was not going to be exiting anytime soon. Yeah. The speed limit varied between 50 and 70 in there. And there was no point in time where we went less than. 28 miles an hour over <gasps> the speed limit. And that was the flow of oh traffic. Oh, my. It wasn't my preference. And so in the stretch that was 70, I didn't even know Lola could do this, especially with a full load. We were going 98. And oh, my The guy gosh. behind me was pissed because I wasn't going 105 <gasps> or whatever people were going. It was nuts. I don't even know if my Suburban can go 100. I didn't know Lola could, and I don't think she enjoyed it at all. Oh, gosh. It was, I was white knuckled. Yes. But that was about 40 miles, uh, at least it felt like it, um, because seemingly that stretch of Birmingham is a little bit similar to the sprawliness of Oklahoma City. Okay. So by the time we got out of there, I was like, I don't. I don't want to do this I don't want to be in the left lane. <laughs> Can I be in the middle lane? Yeah. Whew. We got out of there. Now, everything was smooth. It had been overcast my entire trip. And off and on sprinkling, but never 
never raining a hard enough or at any speed to require you get past some form of intermittent windshield wiper. Yeah. But then get through Birmingham, get a little bit further. And I don't know where I was because, again, the map didn't tell me and I couldn't see a damn thing. I'm blind. That that was honestly concerning to me. I should probably see a thank you a doctor. I'll be happy to make you an appointment. Point. I'd like to see a, a veterinarian. Oh well, if sure, I may. of course. Um, where things got really dicey, as dicey as some of that sounds, and it certainly felt, but not nearly so as later. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It was this, what should have been, according to Google Maps, a 15-hour trip ended up being 17 and a half hours for me. And I was driving so much faster than I should have been at times and all of that. It's baffling to me. I'm, I'm quite pissed at Google Maps. Their job should be to under-promise and over-perform. Yeah. They should have said 15 and I made it there in 12. Right, 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 right. But they said 15 and it was 17-ish plus. Yes. But it was the last portion of the trip where oh, the sun Lordy. had set. Yes. The The clouds were so heavy. There was no moonlight, no starlight. And at this point in the trip, as we're moving through the last portions of southern Alabama and getting into the Florida panhandle and then oh pushing down gosh. along the coast. There's no there's no lights, there's no it's dark. I can't see and it's anything. State highways. It's state highways, which is most of the time two lanes, one in each yeah. direction. Yeah. It's raining at one point it did rain hard enough. I I pulled off the road because I couldn't see. Even driving 35, I couldn't see. I was terrified either I was going to rear-end somebody yeah. or they would rear-end me or whatever. And listen, nobody's rear-end was being willfully offered in those moments. Okay. No. It was pretty high stress. Yeah. And then the last portion, the last, I think, 120 miles, I think... I changed highways like 16 times. Oh my gosh, it was endless. It was like, drive 2.7 miles, change it, highways. Yes. It was. It felt like we were zigzagging our way yes. through the panhandle. I think even zigzags would have been like, hold on, this is a little aggressive. We were taking different routes, but somehow it was the same experience. That was the least fun of the mm -hmm. whole entire road trip. Was and especially that because we were so close. We were so close to the beach, so close to our destination. And it was just bonkers every little bit, changing highways. And again, two-lane highways. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. But we did it. We, we, we did. made it we to, did. Uh, to beautiful Port St. Joe. It is, and it is beautiful. Yeah. It's very, it's very rural. If that's not your thing, you're not going to like Port St. Joe. Yeah. It's very rural. Yeah. Distances. Nobody down there, down there, what we discovered in the following days is that nobody drives the speed limit. And it's under. It's under. No one's in a hurry. Nobody Get is the in beach. a hurry. Why would you hurry? You're lucky in a 55 if you're going 45. Yeah. And there's not many 55s. Yeah. But then, oddly, there's something magic about 45, because you can be in a 35, but everybody's going to go 45. Mm -hmm. It's just like, that's we're 45 people. Mm -hmm. Reminiscent of a different era of the 45 radio, uh, uh, record? record album. Oh, my, maybe. that's a real deep know. cut right there. I don't know. 
Um, it was a lot. It was a lot, but we made it to the beach safely. We made it to the beach, and we did beach. We beached hard. Many days, yeah, we we beached hard, and we went home, and then we came back and beached some we more. We beached so much. You made Thanksgiving dinner for our family. Yes, it did. was unconventional. Yeah. It was non-traditional. It always has been. It was delicious. Thank you. It was a delight. It was my favorite Thanksgiving dinner my whole life so far, and I'm 46, so that's a lot of Thanksgivings. Well, thank you. Did we have turkey? Hell no. Did we have ham? Well, do you want to have the farts and a no. gut ache? No, of course not. No. What did we have? terrible. What was our Thanksgiving? We had gulf shrimp. We had fresh shrimp. We had fresh... For Thanksgiving dinner, you fried fish. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I I blew it there. We did fresh Rock unfrozen, fish. unfrozen fish. Rockfish. Rockfish. We did for all the meals was fresh seafood and fresh local produce. And I've never tasted life like what we just ate. The food is so good. And I want to say the first of all, you, you fried that rockfish and it was delicious, the best. Even our kids who don't like fish ate it up. Well, of course they don't like fish. The only fish they've ever had is the tasteless garbage that we didn't even know it was. Other than catfish, had. Oklahoma has good yeah, catfish, yeah, yeah. but that's a different It's a different thing. Um, we had shrimp that was so good, fresh from the Gulf, boiled with nothing added to it. Nothing added. We, not we stand, even salted. We stand corrected because I know at some point on this show we have talked about how flavorless shrimp is and you, if shrimp is all about what you, yeah. you prepare, it's a vehicle for other flavors. We've said that. Yes, and it was true for the shrimp we'd had. Yes. This shrimp that was out of the Gulf was so flavorful. It was brainy. Oh, it was God, amazing. Good. All amazing. of us Amazing. Just lived on it. We ate the whole time. What, three, four meals? What, at least. Of a, in a week, that's what we ate. In less than a week, that's what we ate. Amazing. The rockfish was stunning. There was, uh, and I can't remember the brand, and I'm sure I'll run across it here soon and bring it up in a future episode, but there is a sausage that is locally made out of Alabama. I'll I'll have the name in another episode. Everything is crazily different in yeah. terms of quality and flavor. Flavor. And, we were saying even the produce. Yeah. Even the produce tastes so much more flavorful. Yes. Like all I've of this. I've never cooked as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's never been more celebrated. Yes. And I haven't done anything different technique-wise. No. Or, in it's fact, just... seasoning-wise, I've done less. Yeah. This food is amazing. Yep. Yeah. We're we're very excited about this. We like to eat. We do like to eat and we like food and uh we like being warm. Although it's you know it's a little rainy and chilly, but it's okay, it can handle it. It was just like sometimes the hoodie was a little much. Exactly, yes. So we had a great time at the beach. The stretch of beach we were on was just just perfect. And of course it's no it's late November. We were basically the only ones there. It was a, we saw a few handful other people. But the last day we went to the beach. Yeah. was when we got there, 67 degrees, which yeah. sounds cold. Oh. But we were wearing shorts and t-shirts and yeah. A little bit sweaty. Yeah, and it was sunny, not a cloud in the sky. Yeah. The water was the most still and calm it had been the whole week. Yeah. yeah. It was clear as could be. We saw jellyfish. Yeah. We saw, there was, of course, all kinds of birds. We saw pelicans. The birds are awesome. Um, I don't even like birds. Yeah. But there was, I don't know what kind of bird it was. It's endangered. They have shit yeah. everywhere. Like, hey, don't don't mess up their nest. Don't go to the nesting area. We'll kill you. Yeah. These these little birds who preferred to walk or run rather yeah. than fly. Yeah. The first time we went to the beach was the most prolific time, and I do have a video of this, and maybe we'll get that that shared up. They would they would wait for the biggest. Somehow they knew when the biggest wave. Yeah. Was going to come and wash up on the beach and then they would they would run chasing it back into the water or, or as it receded they'd chase it back in just right to like critical mass moment and they'd eat like two three four bites of whatever whatever it was yeah that they were eating 
And then again, only in dire circumstance would they fly out, but they'd run as the next wave came chasing up their little bird heels. Yeah. It was, it was honestly, it was hilarious. Yeah. It was quite enjoyable to watch. It was so nice. We had a, we had a great time at the beach and then we, then we packed it all up and, and headed in to Tallahassee. Well, let's talk. And I don't, I can't see because I'm blind. Well, okay. We got time. We got time. Uh, I want to talk about this perspective of things. Now we've been as, as irresponsible as it may have felt to some people listening, whether they were envious or critical of our decisions and what we're doing, that's fine. Everybody's got to take their own perspective. But just as spontaneous and whatever that may have felt, so have continued to be our plans. We didn't know, when we arrived, we didn't know past Sunday mm-hmm. where we would be, what we were going to do. We had some ideas of things to look into. Yeah. But we wanted to kind of evaluate, like, how how's life here? What are the conveniences? Yes. What are the inconveniences? What it, What is it worth? We thought... Originally, we thought we're going to live in Port St. Joe. Joe in some type of a rental for probably three, four, five months. Mm-hmm. The first place that we were most interested in, it wasn't available. Right. We knew we were going to have to do a, a few day stop somewhere else. So that was the first place we went to. It was actually the stopgap between the two. Yeah. And we're there and we're recognizing like, hey, we we actually go to the store a lot. A lot. Because we have a lot of people. We have a lot of people and we're not that interested in building a whole menu to try to shop for it once. If we don't have to. Yeah. Well, we went to go look. This was like Friday. Friday, I think, yeah. We went to go look then at what would have been the next place. Yeah. Which was proper. It was out proper on on the Cape, on the Cape, on on a, on a island, a barrier reef thing, yeah. a, a thing, ocean on both sides, all that. And we drove from where we were, which was already what ten minutes away from a grocery store. Yeah, which is survivable. That's no big whoop. Yeah, but we drove fifteen minutes. Before we got to the point where it was going to be another 20 minutes yep. before we made it to this other place. And, and we just were like, there's no point in driving right. out any further to look at this. Because a 40-minute trip each way mm. to go get groceries or toilet paper or whatever we forgot anything. or anything yes. else. It's like, that's not, that's not how we live. No. And... Down here, down there, I say down here, we were just down there. We're mm-hmm. not there now. Um, I mean, just simple things, just simple things. Gasoline is 35 to 40 cents more a gallon. Yeah. And if you're driving 80 miles a day because mm-hmm. you forgot stuff at the grocery store and you want your things, or you spaced it out to every other day, even still, it's like, wow, that got yeah. expensive really fast. Yeah. And for what? Yeah. And it ate up. 80 minutes of my day yeah. to go do that. Mm-hmm. So we decided. We pivoted. We pivoted. We decided, you know what? Let's go first in this next transition. Let's go to convenience. Yes. Let's go to where everything is five minutes away. Yeah. And sort things out from there. So we, as you listen, we're in Tallahassee. Mm-hmm. We are. Much further north. A Much couple further hours, north. A couple hours. Minutes away from our daughter, who... <laughs> Who's a ding-dong, and I love her. Ding-dong. We dropped her off at the dorm. She was like, well, I mean, um, is that it? Like, <laughs> that- She didn't even know this morning when you woke her up. She didn't even know... We were leaving the we beach we were house. leaving the beach. She was just like, what? She was all, I guess, imagining... As it panned out, well, she, she was, was like, imagining she was, she was like, just going to skip one, class for a few days. Yeah, she was like, I thought we had one more day. And I was like, honey, you have class tomorrow. Like, we have to take you back today so you can be in class tomorrow. She was like, well, I can skip class. <laughs> this is all when she's bleary-eyed and, you know, yeah. still waking up. Anyway, it's funny because we were like, we dropped her off and we were like, okay, now you go back and, you know, live your college student life. Yeah. But just know your parents are in town. So we- you're, you're a bit, and that's a understatement. You're a bit of a, a VRBO, 
an Airbnb expert. I am now. You've been keistering it. You've been hiding I it. didn't know I was an expert, but I am now. Well, but you've been to a few. Yeah. Here, here's a real life thing. And we, you and I talked about this earlier. It's not, you don't have to clench and be afraid. I'm okay. going to say something you're unaware of. Okay. Um, I don't, I don't know entirely why, but for all of our life and experience together, I've always felt like somehow it was an obligation and a duty for me to step in and make decisions. Yeah. It's because you're Enneagram 5. <laughs> well, it could be. It could be. But it also could be a lot of different things. Yes. I'm a, I'm a man and... I'm a man. You well, make the decisions. That's, I mean, that's part of it, but it's not, it's not from the oppressive perspective that most people would view that from. It's, okay. from, a, it's from a loving yes. perspective. Yeah. But it just never dawned on me before to recognize, well, I mean, I don't, I don't have to make these decisions. I'm not the only one here capable of making decisions and all of that. And we hit a very interesting hiccup early into things and I was busy with some stuff and I, I didn't like I didn't have time I just didn't have time or energy or, or capacity to be that former person that I'd been yeah to be like move I'll do it yeah 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 and I and I told you what did I say to you do you remember um well I know what you've been saying well what did I say that time which I've repeated uh, you just pick what you think is the right thing to do. Everything seems to keep working out when you do it. Yeah. I said, I trust you. Yes. Which is a huge thing to say. Yeah. I don't, I don't offer words lightly. I said, I trust you. So you pick it. And I truly did release. Yes. All the stress of, of everything and just let you do it. And damn, every decision you've made has been pristine and it has required no stress oh, good. on my part yes, and no burden and no hardship. And it's turned out really well every time. So I'm, I'm literally, I'm about to just be like, you know what? You run my business. You, you run my <laughs> That's life. That's not what you want. I don't think. I don't know, but you are, you are, you've, you've stayed a lot of, of these type places. Yes. Yeah. You've had a lot of experiences and, how would you, how would you walk through, a not harsh but a, an accurate judgment? What kind of guidance could you give to people for picking a spot? Because it is a bit of a stressful thing. Yes, I'm, I'm going to rent a place, and how much does it cost? But then, what does it offer? And how do how do you how have you been sorting through this to decide this place for this price means we're yeah. getting huge value? Some of it. Because we have every time. We've gotten huge value. Thank you. Thank you. Some of it is you learn on the go. What I thought was a light prerequisite when we started was fenced in yard for the dogs. Okay. We've had that in an, especially on the road trip down, we did. It, we didn't have that at the beach. And mm -hmm. um, that was a huge pain in the ass, honestly. So that helped clarify as we were looking ahead, what are we, where are we going to go next? Oh, it has to, like, I guess knowing your priority, what is the non-negotiable? Right. What is the deal breaker for you? Have that in mind because there's going to, wherever you go, there's going to be a plethora of options. So you need to have in mind when you start booking, what is the non-negotiable? Airbnb and VRBO and, and all of these places. The platform itself does some of the sorting for you. You have to enter how many guests, if you're bringing pets, any special requirements you have. So they'll do some of it. They'll pick out the ones that can sleep as many guests as are mm -hmm. going to be staying. Even if it's like two of the guests have to sleep on each other. Well, apparently that's what we're going to do tonight. It's, the twins yeah, are going to be crammed into a day bed. They've been doing that. Yeah. Since they they, were they, in they the love womb. it. They, they love it. They don't mind that. Um, but the other thing is, is like, okay, so find your non-negotiable sort according to that. And, and realize maybe that you won't know what that is. Exactly. Immediately. Yeah. And that you can also immediately transition to a different VRBO. Well, it depends. If you've made your reservation, you different platforms have different specifications on when you can cancel and those types of things. Um, I think the other thing is, 
is to have the right mindset to realize these are homes that are not your home. Mm -hmm. There's going to be quirky things about them. There's going to be things that are surprising. Like when we got to the beach house, which was a darling house and a great location, Mm -hmm. but for whatever reason, this party of seven with all these dogs arrives and there's in each bathroom, one roll of toilet paper. Yep. For how many days? For five days, I guess. Yeah. People traveling, maybe you do or don't know this, and maybe it's gross and you don't want to think about it, but you bind up a bit. Yeah. You hold the poops as much as you can. And you may have to even drop a portion of one at a come and go, but you you hold it in. Yeah. So when you get to the place, you're like, listen here, buddy. Even under non-traveling circumstances, that's simply not enough. But you just, yeah. you got to roll with it. Okay. Yeah. There's a lot of things when you're traveling, you just got to say, I'm just going to roll with it. So that's fair. I would say, know your priorities, know what your deal breakers are. And then even still know that there's going to be funny, weird, funky things. Mm-hmm. And you can either sit there and stew about it the whole time, or you can just say, you know what? This is part of the adventure. This is part of the story. This is part of the plot. Yeah, this is part yeah. of the narrative. Just have fun with it. So that's my advice. Ask me. What, what what have you discovered? Okay. It's not, uh, probably not broadly applicative to things, but understand if, if your thing involves beach, understand that everybody's a liar. Okay. Everybody's a liar and don't, don't, there's a dog snoring. That's amazing. Very good. Um, don't pick a place because... This one advertised a five-minute walk to the beach. Oh, and right, That right, other right. one advertised... Well, Steps it's a, to the beach. ...a three-minute <laughs> car ride. Yeah. So the place we stayed, which was... It was a great place for sure. They advertised a five-minute walk to the beach. hmm It was not. No. And it was like trudging through snow, except the snow was sand. The sand, <laughs> the further you get from water, the more powdery sand becomes, the more it Which is was like great. That's walking what you in want. snow. You want a, you want a powdery sand. Well, but not that deep. I wouldn't say it was where up to the knee. Where every step <laughs> robs your body of energy and life. So it was quite It sad. was, that part was really bullshit in the advertisement and discussion. And what we figured out a couple of days in was that rather than it was actually a twenty minute exhausting trudge through the sand with kids, like probably adults. If I'd been it. by myself, I still would have been just as bitchy. Okay, it was. It wasn't five minutes. No, twenties may be an exaggeration. <laughs> I doubt it. I timed it. Okay. On my Fitbit. On your Fitbit. Okay, then I trust your Fitbit. And by the way, your Fitbit should be multiplied by four. Yes. For whatever it says that that trip was. Yeah. Now, what we figured out a few days in was like, oh, well, we literally could have ridden less than three minutes in uh-huh. the car. Yes. To a different beach, just a He's... bit down the way. Exactly, yes. And had a had then a three-minute easy walk. Yeah. To get to the beach and a better beach at that. So save the money. Yeah. Rent further off. Rent further off. Drive drive. to the beach that's been built for people to get to it. Yeah. Instead of bizarre, whatever that whole thing was. I I would agree. And you'll save hundreds, depending on the number of days, maybe even thousands of dollars. Yeah. And... It's just as good. If your place doesn't literally back porch to the ocean. Right. Or somehow have a deck that views it or whatever. This place was close. It really was. It took. It was tedious to get there. It was super close, but you couldn't hear no. the ocean. You couldn't see the ocean. You couldn't smell the ocean. But then just a few minutes in the car and you were at the ocean. So, yeah, I don't know. Just if you, when you're sorting through things... On that regard, that's that's what I walked away with on that. That's front. a good life lesson right there. Either my place needs to have a back porch on the ocean. Or just forget or, it and drive. Yeah, go stay somewhere else and drive in your climate controlled vehicle right. a short distance and have an easy walk from that place that's been built to cater to that exact activity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Wow, that was an aggressive. That was so aggressive. Snoring. Okay. There was a whole spike on the audio meter. There was. That's what I call it, the audio meter yes, as we watch I think, it. I think that's I right emphasize thing. the T in meter. Yes, of course. 
What, uh, I mean, we're early in. We got so much more adventure left for sure. Yes. What at this point, what at this point do you look at and like, this is a key thing? In the whole thing? Mm-hmm. Well, what, what have you recognized that you didn't know before that you're like, this is a thing that that could be known ahead of time and made, if nothing else, adjusted expectations so that disgruntlement was less likely? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know the answer. Of course to, it is. I'm a brilliant question. I master. don't know the answer to Thank that specifically. But I will say what I was not anticipating, but is a delightful surprise is Publix really lives up to its oh reputation. Oh my gosh, the grocery store Publix. Mm-hmm. That's a whole other episode. You felt you felt a little dizzy. You felt a little lightheaded. I'm I'm not uncertain that I didn't black out four or five times. Yeah, and or lose bowel control, but in a still publicly acceptable way. Yeah, or publicly acceptable way. Look you, at that. There oh, you go. Dad joke. You were grinning and skipping and giggling through the aisles. That grocery store is a revelation. Yeah. I've, the best thing I'd seen before was H-E-B in Texas. And what we just lightly toured made me sad for H-E-B. <laughs> oh no, those are fighting words. You know what? People are bawling their fists. You come here, right you come here to fight me, but then you look, you look at the publics and you'll you'll just weep and hug me yeah it's amazing yeah i have all kinds of cooking plans oh i know i know it it's why you brought me along um i would also say if you are picky about coffee bring your own coffee setup if you can yeah like if you like and this is no shame yeah if you like keurig if keurig is fine for you every place is gonna have all the everyone everyone has a keurig and that's great but if you're weird about coffee, if you're snobby, if you like your coffee a certain way, just bring your own. Bring it's your not own that stuff. much more to pack. It's a small thing. Yeah. We like the mocha pot. Mocha pot and some Cafe Bustolo and you're good yeah. to go. Yeah. I've, I've had some Keurig along the trip. Yeah. It's easy. It's fast. Mm-hmm. In fact, I've been doing that last few days for my first cup because who can taste anything when they first wake up? Anyway? Right, right, right. It's been my first cup. I guess one other thing that I would not have thought about when you're booking um, a rental, wherever it is, the beach, the mountains, on a journey, mm-hmm. if you have particularities for your sleeping situation, mm-hmm. ask ahead before you even book. Because you can speak do more that specifically. Well, what do you mean? I will say on most platforms, you can message hosts before you book, and I would say ask what kind of mattress it is. Ask how old the mattress is. Okay. Ask, um, like, yeah, just try to get a general feel, because we were that. I would say that was the only disappointing thing about our beach house. Yes. Is the mattresses were like this weird hybrid of air mattress traditional mattress to the and point where oscar the grouch's trash can yeah by the time by the end of the week you were sleeping on the couch which you said was fully more comfortable and it sucked but it was better yeah the mattress you and i both and we've talked about this a lot we mm-hmm. both describe it very differently it was it was violently bad yeah and to me it's like and maybe i'm messed up I'm I'm fine with that. But to me, if I'm building an Airbnb and I want it to be an experience yeah. that somebody would revisit, recommend to other people. Yeah. Well, one, the bed should kick ass. Yes. Two, the bathroom should be an experience. Yes. Three, the kitchen, if I'm going to cook or not, doesn't matter, but it should be decked out. Yes. And this place checked all the boxes except the mattress, which to me is number one. Yeah. The mattress was like an abusive relationship. Well, maybe it's because we're, you know, we're, we're getting up there in years. I don't know. I feel like if your mattress is bad, like when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have noticed. When I was a teenager, a college student, I wouldn't have noticed. But if you have a bad mattress and you wake up hurting, yeah, this then place gonna... wasn't in the price point that rented to high school teenage I, kids, I'm college just, kids. I'm just saying, 
generally speaking. If you're not sleeping on a good mattress, if you wake up in pain, yeah. it's going to ruin your experience of the day no matter where you are. Yeah. So it's well worth checking into. And especially, like I was thinking about, like, what if my parents had vacationed in a beach house like this? Well, neither, I guarantee your dad would have bitched about it. Neither of my parents would have been able to function with that kind of mattress. So it's something to think about when booking family vacations. Or if you think you're going to be a a Airbnb or yeah, have a damn good mattress, a damn good one. They don't cost that much. Have a good one. Put the put the 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 pee baggy around the thing. What do they call it? Mattress cover. Yeah, that thing, so that nobody's nobody's fluids (laughs) get into the mattress. Yes, exactly. All right, I'm tired. Okay. I don't have any words left. Okay. You know what? What? That was an, you, I don't know if it was rhetorical you, or not. It's not rhetorical. <laughs> you I... felt very hesitant. What? And I like the hell out of you. Well, thank you. I like you even more than I ever have. And I already liked you quite you, a bit. You say that sometimes. I don't know if you know what you're saying, if you know what that means. This whole experience definitively has made me see magic of yours that was there the whole time that Aww, I didn't know. And so you. it's been quite enjoyable. There will be many more stories of the adventures and how things are going. And I hope that people do enjoy hearing about them. Yep. Even more than that. Yes. In fact demand? What I do demand. Awesome. Would you please do? Bye.